Joining us now in our studios as we play a quick game of musical chairs, it's uh, Janelle Teppin. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning, Jeff. Thank, thank you so much for coming in today. It's, it's a busy day. And it, Good for you. I know, and we're going to have uh, the same thing going out the other way. We've got uh, Chamber Chat coming up in a few moments, uh, in about 10 minutes at the top of the hour, uh, with Rich and Jane Bartho. They'll be talking with folks from Rebound Enterprises today on Chamber Chat. But we're chatting right now uh, with... Uh, uh, Dundas City Administrator Janelle Teppen. You've had, well, I guess before we get into last night's meeting, uh, let's get into last week's election. You had elections in Dundas as well, and you'll have a new counselor. Tell us about it. Yep, we had uh, two council positions that are expiring at the end of this year, and the mayor's term as well is expiring at the end of this year. The mayor filed for re election, and he won. Uh, he didn't have any opponents. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, we had three people running for city council. Council member Grant Midori filed for uh, his seat or, you know, one of the seats. And then we had two uh, others from the community, Ashley Gallagher and Anna O'Donnell, who also filed. And Ashley Gallagher was the one who was um, elected to fill that uh, second vacant seat. It's vacant. Larry Fowler has chosen not to run again, or chose not to run again. Mm-hmm. So you'll have just one change then in the Dundas Council makeup as we head into the new year. That's correct. Just one change. All right. Well, the uh, current council is going to have uh, some work to do here for the rest of the year because you got to finish up with all the budget and get all those uh, approvals done with the tax levy and such. Um, Oftentimes, the last meeting in November isn't really, not, not really a whole lot goes on. You're going to have a big meeting coming up. But did you do much uh, last night? Were there much on the agenda? There, there wasn't a lot of items on the regular agenda. We had, though, a work session where they had their final review of the proposed 2023 general fund levy and the enterprise fund budgets. Mm -hmm. And was there much discussion on that? I mean, as far as potential changes, or is that pretty well set? It is pretty well set. Uh, This was their last time to review it before it comes back to them at the December 12th meeting when they hold their truth and taxation hearing. Um, We have... They've seen it all before, you know, a number of times. So just wanted to give them one last <laughs> shot. And uh, they took it, although there there wasn't any discussion. There were no changes. We're still looking at a 12.06% uh, levy increase. Um, although with the market value changes, most people are going to see a reduction, a slight reduction in their property taxes. Yeah, well, that's and a lot of people don't really understand that. You see that big boost, but it, it uh, you know it depends on how many uh, you know more businesses and, and housing uh, come online each year. So there are a lot of factors involved right. with that. It's a it's a long, confusing formula. Now, uh, we've got a little bit of snow out there. I don't know if it was enough to get that uh, new snow plow out and playing with it, but <laughs> has that uh, paid dividends yet, or is it, is it still sitting in the garage? It's still sitting in the garage. I know there's a lot of uh, 
um, enthusiasm with the public works people that mm-hmm. they want to get it out, uh, test out the new plow, test out the new, all the new equipment. Um, but I think they're they'll be patient and wait for the right snow. Yeah, I would imagine there's a lot of excitement, and uh, once that snow comes, uh, it's uh, that excitement is gone. Now it's work. <laughs> right. So as you might remember, at um, I think it was at the last meeting, the last city council meeting. The council authorized us to sell the old plow truck mm-hmm. and um, lease a payloader or a front end loader um, for use kind of all year long, but it's most especially during snow events. And so we are waiting. Um, I understand that it's in at the dealership now, but some of the equipment is still lagging behind. So we might see that later this week or next week All right. to add. So if anybody's looking for a, a big snow plow, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> Janelle Tepin is our guest, uh, Dundas City Administrator. Uh, anything else from last night's meeting? No, not, no, that was right. pretty much it. All right. Was a quick interview that. Yeah. We'll let you get on your way. You're busy. You're a busy guy. We have a very busy day. So (laughs) thank you so much for coming in. Much appreciated. And we will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. And we'll be talking big things then. Yes, we will. Thanks, Janelle. Okay, thanks, Jeff. (laughs) Janelle Tappan, Dundas City Administrator. Got Rich standing by with local news. That's coming up in uh, just a moment. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Hunting season is right around the corner. Out in the woods, you line up your scope. Wouldn't it be nice to be glasses-free? No fogging or steaming. Time for LASIK. With 25 years of experience and 25,000 procedures, we are your experienced Southern Minnesota LASIK specialists. Dr. Michael Ritchie, Dr. Corey Miller, and Dr. Michael Reinsbach. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Faribault. World-class LASIK. Small-town traffic. RitchieEyeClinic.com. Many of us would love an extra flexible way to earn money. Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines have many driving positions available, including vans that won't require a CDL, small and regular-sized school buses, and motor coaches. These positions offer flexible hours, days off when kids are out of school. You can even bring your kids to work with you. Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines offer on-site training and testing along with wages up to $21 an hour. No experience necessary. Stop by Benjamin Bus on Highway 3 in Northfield and we'll be happy to answer any questions. Minnesotans are known for their generosity, so it's no surprise they celebrated each year with a 24-hour online give-a-thon for nonprofits and schools statewide. Give to the Max Day is coming up this Thursday, November 17th. It's a time to celebrate the power of generosity and see what's possible when we all give together. Here's how to take part. Visit givemn.org and search for your favorite causes.